Welcome back to J&J Sports Corner. That's Jacob Horn. And that is Jacob Jones. And you're tuned in to the most zany, up-to-date, effulgent weekly sports podcast there is. We got our guest Landon Dunn and our other guest Peyton Klein over here. They're going to be joining us today on this episode. We didn't have a guest last week, so now we got two guests for this week. We haven't had a guest in like three weeks. I think we was, have two. I think I was your last guest. We got two uh, now. Yeah, you were. Mm-hmm. Welcome back. That's all that Thank matters. You. We got two. And we've got a lot of news. We do. We have a lot of stuff to cover. We've got a lot of people on this podcast today, so this is just something new. We're going to try it out for today. Uh, Landon, you want to you know, say a little something? Uh, yeah, so um, most people following around the Hogs sports uh, hired a new football coach, Sam Pittman, taking over as the new head hog. 30, only our 34th head coach found that really interesting, really rich program, uh, long history but only our 34th head coach. Um, some big things that he's getting to right away is Jacoby Criswell, four-star quarterback out of Moulton High School. Mm-hmm. Just recently this week named Gatorade Player of the Year in the state of Arkansas. So that's a big deal. Um, definitely big thing going after him. Uh, another one came to Conway, Arkansas yesterday to talk to Big Robert Scott. trying to get. He is a Ole Miss uh, commit. Currently, Lane Kiffin apparently came as well. So that's going to be really interesting to see how that that little cat fight works out. But um, look, things are looking up for the Hogs. Uh, yeah, I mean it was. It was um, from what I know, is that <clears throat> Morris didn't really recruit Jacoby Criswell mm-hmm. very much because he was really excited about his son coming to the program. But and I'm pretty sure everybody in Arkansas was disappointed in that because you know Elite Eleven and everything, very highly touted prospect. So I'm excited to see that you know. Uh, uh, new coach Pittman is uh, pursuing that and maybe getting us a good quarterback for the program. Yeah, and I think the biggest thing about um, the Sam Pittman hire is we needed somebody that wanted to be here. You mm-hmm. know, for the past three or four weeks, we've heard this guy doesn't want to come. He'll accept he'll accept an insane amount of money, yeah. which is our problem in the first place. Is we're getting in all these contract disputes for paying people too much mm-hmm. that aren't producing, and. Coach Pete wanted to come, and that was the biggest thing to, that I realized was, right. it, you know, we get somebody on board. That way, that helps we're, we're recruiting coming down the line. And um, but yeah, he's he's gonna start building a program really quickly, and I'm excited to see how it turns out. I mean, when the when the job opened up, he was the first one to like introduce his name as a as a new candidate. So it just shows how he wants to come be head hog. Yeah, and I read somewhere on Twitter that, you know, the last time someone actually put their name into the coaching uh, poll, I guess, was Coach Musselman, who's now our basketball coach. And, and that's so, out pretty well, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, so. Eight and one. So, eight and one right now. Um, things are, yeah, looking up. Yeah. <coughs> I don't really have a whole lot to say on uh, this whole coaching hire, but, I mean, it really just seems like the only time I ever hear anything about, like, Arkansas football is usually when there's, like, a coaching problem, you know. And I feel like, you know, it's great that we finally got someone who wants to be here, you know, not just someone who's like, hey, you're hired. And he's like, all right, this is what I'm doing now, you know. So, yeah. I think it's going to pay dividends in in-state recruiting because oh yeah, this is a man who's known as one of the best recruiters in the nation. Yeah. He brought in plenty of five-star talent to Georgia's O-line. Mm-hmm. And so now... 
that's probably one of our biggest issues is <coughs> our O-line. Yeah. Our O-line has been terrible the last two years. So if we can get that fixed, then we'll be a lot more improved. We yeah, want to build around it. And people are forgetting that Georgia currently has five or three or four five-star O-linemen yeah. that are committed right now. So and they already have connections, and that's a big thing. You wanna, he he comes over to their house. Hey, I'm the new head hog. You wanna come over to play for me? You're still gonna be a starter. Blah blah blah. All the th- all the promises that you're basically given as a recruit. And if we can land a couple, maybe just two. I mean, that sets our program up ahead of the game yeah. in terms of recruiting compared to Ole Miss and Missouri, who just hired their new coaches as mm-hmm. well. It's going to be interesting to see how the uh, SEC turns out with all this coaching change that's going on. So Yeah, it's going to be a great first SEC media day when football yeah. is starting to roll around again. Especially those matchups between Arkansas and Ole Miss. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and Auburn now. Uh, Chad Morris hired yeah, as the that's new offensive coordinator for Auburn. Um, seems like he got a, like a pay raise, or not a pay raise, but um, a step in the right direction for his career. I mean, after that – Four and twenty-two start. Yeah, I mean, he got out lucky. Yeah, I'll just say that. I did not expect that. Yeah. And he's getting paid for the next couple of years from Arkansas. Yeah. I think he, I think he got exactly what he wanted. Yeah, I forgot what they talked about. That was another thing is everybody's excited about for the coach P hire was the way they structured his contract. Um, mm-hmm. It's a really cheap buyout. I think, or overall, not to us, but. I think it's like a 500k buyout, uh, 600k for six wins, and then um, an additional 100 grand for a eight win and above for every win. And so, I mean, they're finally realizing that we got to pay them to win. Yeah, you get paid based on your wins, and that was just a really big loss in the Chad Morris hire was. We're paying him to get <clears throat> smoked by Western Kentucky, yeah. San Jose State, you know, and he's still sitting pretty with a nice contract at the end of the day. But yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> anybody want to talk any more football before we switch over to a more basketball-oriented? I'll talk about – I can talk about the whole coaching carousel going around the – college football scene because there's been a lot of new coaches at FSU. FSU just got um, Mike Norvell, Mike Norvell, who is actually from UCA. He was alumni from UCA. Yeah. That's good, good things to know. But um, I think honestly FSU's program is right where Arkansas is because they have very rich tradition. But definitely in the last few years they've been not as bad as Arkansas. <laughs> I don't know if you can get as bad as that. That's pretty hard to do. But they've been a lot worse than they've than they're used to, so Yeah, definitely but, after Jameis Winston left, they kinda just started going downhill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well they lost eighteen starters that season to the to the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a, just, that, it was just hard to read. That was a crazy that. team. Yeah. That twenty thirteen team <laughs> was crazy. Yeah. But um let's see, Ole Miss got Lane Kiffin. Did who turned down Arkansas. It's okay. Supposedly. That's and then and then Missouri got Eli Drinkwitz. Who who forgot what conference he was coaching in? In yeah. his press conference. And the press conference said <laughs> he, we're gonna win the Sun Belt. Yep. He apparently gave the exact same speech two years in a row. 
Because, I mean, he, co- he coached Appalachian State for one year. Yeah. You know, I mean, he had great success, but he only coached one year. And for – I mean, that's a huge jump for him going to the Sun Belt, to the SEC with one true year of head coaching experience. But, I mean, hats off to him. Just I mean, he, maybe uh, write up a little different speech. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe prepare a little bit differently. And then uh, Matt Luke, um, Matt Ole Miss's Matt former Luke. head coach, took Pittman's job <laughs> as the offensive line coach. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was very interesting. A yeah. head coach going to an O-line coach. Yeah. And an O-line coach going straight to a head coach. Mm-hmm. I was, that's impressive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Matt Luke did not, did not perform. But – yeah, but the players liked him, but and that's players, a very important thing. Players did like college a, football. Yeah, and that was the thing that Chad Morris started to lose there yeah. towards the end. Is just nobody wanted to play for him anymore. So you have a good coach that's not performing, and the players don't really like him. Yeah, and it's just not a good mix at all. Yeah. Okay, anything you want to say? <laughs> if I say something about sound... college football, <laughs> dude, if I say something about like college football. I really don't know anything about NFL football, so if I say something about college football, I'm gonna sound like an idiot. So I'm been quite quiet. I don't have anything to contribute. <laughs> All right, well, I just I don't know. I just I just I just haven't really ever gotten around to just like watching college football or football in general. So um, you know me, I'm more of a basketball guy. Yeah. And uh, just last night, JJ Culver. Probably never heard of him. I never heard of him. I heard of him this morning whenever I read the news. <laughs> yes, this morning I heard of him. But before that, no. He's the older brother of a Timberwolves rookie. Yo- younger brother. No, he's, he says he's older brother. J.J. Kohler? But yeah. he's in high school. He's no, he's... <laughs> what? No, he goes to... It says here he's the older brother of Timberwolves rookie, Jared Kohler. So I guess he's still in college, but Jared Kohler just like... When it done? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All these say that he's the older brother, but that doesn't matter because he scored 100 points yeah, last did. night on 34-62 shooting. Nice. Which isn't terrible. I Not mean, you would best. expect that for, like, scoring 100 points, but, I mean, kind of looks like James Harden, you know? Yeah. With that shooting percentage. You ever wonder what the game plan is going into a game like that? Could be it could have been the worst team in the history of the they'll ever play. Like you go what into he, it thinking Uh Wayland Baptist. Wayland that's the team JJ plays for. Yeah, that's yeah. the team he plays for. He's a six foot five senior from Lubbock, Texas. That'll get him sick. And it says he's the older brother of Jared Culver. Which I guess this is a college and he's a senior there and his brother is just was like Yeah, his brother I thought went six overall. In the draft, I'm I'm not really sure, but yeah, uh, yeah, it says that he. I want to see who they played. Yeah, Jared Culver did go six overall, and I can't. It doesn't say here who Waylon Baptist played, but um. Jericho started at Texas Tech. He played in the Big 12. I don't know what that has to do with it, but I thought that was interesting, you know, that, like, they both played, like, near Texas, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, there was another guy. His name is Clarence Francis of Rio Grande, Ohio. 
and he scored 113 points in 1954. Rio so, Grande High School. Rio Grande, Ohio. Ohio. Oh, not high school. high school. No, 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 Ohio. <laughs> but that 113. That's, that's just 13 more points than what Culver scored. Yeah, but, I mean, even still, like. That's six threes and a free throw. It's, that's still 100 points. I mean, like, you're still, like, that's still a high score. But it's just weird that, like, this Four threes and a free throw. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, we have Seven. injured 19. <laughs> Sorry, my math is bad. Yeah, it's all good. I'm bad at math, too. Um, but, yeah, it says that he, this one guy did this in 1954. And, of course, you know, Will Chamberlain scored 100 points in the NBA in 1962. He was also, like, a whole foot taller than everybody else there. Yeah, but I mean, still, a hundred points is a hundred points, no matter which way you look at it. If I was if playing against the preschoolers, I could score a hundred points. I mean, you are the same height as this man, <laughs> so it's de- it's definitely possible. Any preschoolers listening want to <laughs> form a team and go against Jake? Send in your submissions to Jacob. <laughs> yeah, stop him from scoring a hundred points, please. We we will give you a cash donation of. Three dollars for stopping him. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's JJ Bower scored a hundred points. Good for him. Yeah, that's crazy. You know, hundred points is hundred points, and you don't see you see high scoring games often. You know, like Devin Booker dropping seventy. Mm-hmm. You got James Harden scoring sixty with a triple double. Right. And it's just it's weird to see like these younger guys. You know. It's. It makes me question, like, what NBA teams, like, do they look at that and say he's pretty good at scoring, or do they look at that and say, like, it's like you, Jake, playing against a bunch of preschoolers. Yeah. Like, how do you Or rank? that he's selfish and doesn't share the ball. And or, how much does he get? Um, I don't know. Who so can we get the rest of his here. stat line? I'm curious as to know if he's, like, hardened in 2014. Because if, like, if he has, like... He went 12 from... 12 for 33 from the three-point range. Not the best there. 20 for 27 from that the three-point line. Mm-hmm. Five for six from the line. So, solid free throws. He didn't get fouled a whole bunch. He did. Look at his free throws. So, that's impressive that he got that many that's points. Yeah, he took 34 threes. I mean, yeah. so it's, yeah. hard, it's hard to get fouled. Yeah, it doesn't show here his assist numbers, but I'm sure if I went... <laughs> I bet it's very few. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Well, but even from the final score, you can just assume... Yeah. Yeah. Final score here, 102 to 93. <laughs> One other person scored. No. 124 to 60. Oh, wow. So they scored 24 other points. Yeah. <laughs> but they won by sixes. Yeah. That's a lot of points for a college. Shows these Yeah. 36 points a game. So wow. When you have Arkansas scoring. Like yeah. They played 40 minutes. <coughs> and wow. 40 minutes of just give him the ball. Yeah, so. It's pretty impressive. Well, yeah. the game's definitely changing. I mean, it's a lot right. less defensive-oriented than what it used to be. Yeah. I mean, you got guys in the NBA dropping 30 continuously night by night. You know that little run last year where um, Russell was just dropping an insane amount of points over and over again? Oh, yeah. With yeah. The, um, the triple And adding a triple-double with it. But, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I feel he's just laughing because I'm a Thunder fan. <laughs> Go ahead, laugh it up. Pacers fan. Hey, when Victor Oladipo gets done from his uh, singing 
Yeah, from being on yeah, The Masked Singer. Oh, he's spoiler gonna come alert. Back. He's on The Masked Singer. <laughs> he's going to come back, and he's going to be the best shin guard in the league since Michael Jordan. <laughs> so I'm not worried about it. Ooh, that's a bold that claim is, right there. That is controversial. Best shooting guard in the league? Since Michael Jordan. So Better than Kobe. You so you want? So that means continuous years of him being the best in the league currently. Victor Oladipo is going to have an MVP MVP season in seven the next rings. five years. He's going to get seven rings. I don't know about it. Okay, you got it. He's it's on the it's pace, pace roster. Yeah. yeah, I'm not I'm not going to critique him <coughs> by just how many rings he has. But you're saying he's going to be the best shooting guard since Michael Jordan. There's got to be some rings in there somewhere. Okay, well, Michael Jordan had Dennis Rodman and Scottie Pippen. Never won a ring without Scottie. Yeah, that is a good point. He never did win without Scottie, but then. Who is Victor Oladipo, Scotty Pippen? Nobody. We have nobody. I mean, we got DeMontis and Miles Turner, but they're I mean, nowhere near as good as Scotty. Also, Michael Dennis. Jordan on the Wizards. Exactly. He forgot how to dribble a basketball half the time he was there. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. But we are getting off topic. Is what's going on? It's what? good though. It's good. We're, just, <laughs> it we're making a bold prediction. Yeah. Luca Doncic, when he retires, and said it, when it's all said and done, he will be the greatest basketball player to ever live. Thank you. See, I was trying oh, to yeah, tell you, no. like Luca, he's incredible, he's, and you're like, I don't want to hear the bandwagon. I'm like, but oh, he's, I'm not saying he's good, not incredible. He's, he's incredible. I'm just not convinced. No, I'm convinced. I'm I, just, say, I just, I didn't buy into it when he was a rookie, <laughs> and I didn't buy into it when he was in Euro League. So I don't want to hop on the bandwagon. Like, I'm, I'm accepting it. I'm just not like gonna be a diehard Luka Doncic fan now. I'm gonna be a diehard either. I'm just saying, like, oh, I'm just accepting he's it. He's definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The potential is all there. Oh, yeah, no. no what no. he's doing right now is definitely going to get some MVP looks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. He doesn't even get a look for MVP, and that's crazy. Cause if he's not in the MVP race, it's disgusting. Like, it's a shame. Right now, yeah, they put him in third. Third, okay. Which. Who's first? Uh, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, well deserved. I mean, that dude's a one man wrecking that makes ball. Sense. I mean, yeah. he's carrying the Bucks to the best record in the league right now. Yeah. Um, but. I mean, you look at the Mavericks last year, the Mavericks weren't even talked about. The only person that was talked about was Luka. Yeah, and that's because he was a rookie. Who now was... they're, they're second or third in the Western Conference. I mean, yeah. what a year – or what a crazy thing a year can make. I definitely think the addition of Christos Porzingis helped out with their yeah, ranking just, this season. Yeah, they just needed somebody – I mean, you know, on Dirk's little last hurrah tour – I mean, he was playing minutes, playing good minutes for his age. But, I mean, there was just such a void. You could score on him so easy. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, he's was 40-plus. Yeah. And Kristoff uh, just adds a different factor of size that kind of throws defenses off from the previous year. And so they'll make a decent run this year. I think they need to sharpen up on their um, small forward game. Um there's not really a big name there. Dwight Powell. <laughs> I mean, not many people know about him, but they just need one more big th- – they need a big three, I guess. Yeah. I can definitely see that. But I do feel like the league is shifting more into duos. You know, mm-hmm. you have, like, LeBron and AD, yeah. Russ and Harden. So I feel like the league is shifting more to a duo kind of system. And I think that they can definitely go far with their with the duo they have now, but – when you run into like LeBron and AD, or like Paul George and Kawhi, you definitely run into some matchup issues there. Right. So I feel like maybe not necessarily a a big three, but maybe like a good sixth man coming mm-hmm. off the bench. Like 
this is just the default, but like get like Lou Will coming off the bench, <laughs> you know? Or uh, sign Jamal Crawford because he's a free agent. Is he? That would be a great, yeah, that would be a great pickup. He was, he had an interview and uh, there were re- you know, reporters that were saying, you know, do you think that you can still play in the league? And he was just saying how he thinks it's ridiculous that he hasn't been signed or picked up by anyone or at least given a workout. Yeah, did he not drop like 50 in the last game of the season for the, what team was he on? The Suns, I think? I don't know. Yeah, I could have swore he dropped like 50 or 51 points in like the last game of the season. And nobody <coughs> talked about it. If Carmelo can come back and do what he's doing, then I, and I, I think it's more of him taking the time off. He get that second win back, realizing he can still do it. Yeah. And I mean, I, that's what I think is happening to Carmelo. Um, I think it'll wear off eventually. But yeah, what he's doing right now is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and switch over to this other topic because I feel like we're kind of rambling at this point. <laughs> we're going off on different tangents, and I don't know how much. We got like twenty-ish minutes. Yeah, some somewhere 15. in that ballpark, twenty-ish minutes. And this podcast is already going on for twenty-one-ish minutes. So we're making good time. Yeah, we're doing good. <laughs> so uh, continuing on, Kawhi Leonard is returning to Toronto tonight. They're going to play Boo. Clippers. Boo! They have billboards up thanking the man. Oh, yay! <laughs> yeah, yay. they said that uh, on his way in, they have like they have bil- people take out billboards that say. Uh, Thank you. They have one that says Boardman gets his ring. Nice. They got a uh, fun guy in town. Canadians are just so nice. Like, yeah. They're, it's, they're too nice of fans yeah, to do they anything. They can't boo him. They br- he brought them their only ring. any other franchise, it would have yeah. just been terrible. Oh, yeah. Just would have just been like cupcake. Ooh, you left. It's like, I was here for one season. Yeah. So, yeah. should have stayed. Yeah. But apparently, I was reading this article earlier. He kind of took it hard uh, with the decision to leave. He was considering staying, but uh, ultimately he thought going to the Clippers was the best option for him. And it has been working out pretty well. Him and Paul George have been a great duo. Yeah, you know, I think uh, Paul George playing and Kawhi getting, you know, one game every month is doing very well. Load management. It's a great <laughs> Load management. Kawhi is an all-star superstar, and he should be playing more than he is. My knee hurt. I need to sit out, coach. <laughs> My knee hurt. I need to sit out. But, yeah, it shows here that he's going to uh, get his championship ring uh, when he comes back to the oh, right, Scotiabank Arena. Because I guess – I didn't realize that's how they did it. I didn't – like, I never knew that, like, when you leave the team, you don't get your ring until you come back and they make it like a whole – thought they would, like, UPS it to him. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's like, hey, have fun in L.A. Here's your championship hey, ring. Like See ya. <laughs> Just throw it at him while he's walking out the door. Yeah, it's just like, oh, hey, you forgot this. Just throw it at him. <laughs> Put it on a paper airplane. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's how that works. I don't, I don't know. I mean, hey, creativity, man. You know, just... Yeah. Or not in Canada, it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, not in Canada. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I just miss those old Toronto jerseys. The dinosaur on them. How did we? Ever, how did that come up? I don't know, man. It's just I don't know. I miss those purple Toronto jerseys with the dinosaur. They were cool, man. They were cool. Right? I just don't know how we went from that. Those Raptors. We're just talking about the Raptors. I just thought we should bring up. Hey, the only other thing to talk about when talking about the Raptors is remember those cool jerseys from like twenty years ago? Yep. Those two thousand. Two thousand. Those are nice. Vince Carter jerseys. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are real nice. Oh yeah. 
That's all I wanted to say about him. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad it's like you last week. What, what did I say last week? I mentioned like one thing once, and I was like, this isn't a topic. I just wanted to say it. <laughs> I said the Suns were doing good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was like, Aaron Baines, he's doing good. All right, moving on. <laughs> yeah. Suns are so, doing uh, good. Anyway. Yeah, Toronto, uh, Kawhi's coming back, and he's going to get his ring, and nobody's mad about it. Not a single soul is upset that Kawhi is coming back to get his ring. So definitely a good sign. Just wish it was like United States team. So then it's like, hey, we're not all bad. You see, we don't just berate our player when they come back. But Kansas is like, oh, hey, long time no see. How's L.A.? How's the weather? You doing good? Here's your ring. Here's a ring. Have some maple syrup and uh... come back soon. <laughs> come back soon. We'll see you in the finals. Finals? No, Raptors I don't think again. the Raptors are going to make the finals. I think Giannis or the 76ers. Most likely Giannis. Giannis More will. likely. With, without Kawhi's defensive presence in the East. Yeah, I don't think. And LeBron is not there at all. Yeah. Definitely. I, I have the Bucks going to the finals, mm-hmm. definitely. The West is a bit of a toss-up, though. Yeah, the um, West is. I want to say LeBron Mavericks. and the Lakers. Everybody Mavericks. wants to say LeBron and the Lakers. AD in the Lakers. Oh, sorry. LeBron is taking the backseat and letting AD get all AD the and company. consideration. Houston is oh, sitting sorry. free right now. What'd you say? <clears throat> I said Houston is sitting free right now. Hey. Yes. At some point, that duo is going to blow up. Yeah. yeah there's, those personalities are eventually not going to click. Yeah. And when it does, it's, it's going to be another KD and uh, Westbrook situation. It's going to be real bad. <clears throat> it's just, it's, it's interesting they put two ball-dominant players together. Yeah, which I can understand. Chris Paul being a facilitator, he was, you know, and when he was on the Clippers, he was more of a pass-first player, but he had the ball for t- facilitating offense. But with James Harden, it's get him the ball. He'll hit a step back from the logo, almost getting a half-court violation because he's stepping so far back. But mm-hmm. you know, it's just interesting to see that Russ is now playing the position of a spot-up shooter. He's just kind of chilling on the three-point line waiting for a shot, but he's never been a three-point yeah, shooter. Yeah, he's not a shooter. And then Harden over here is just going on scoring streaks again. And dunking a ball so hard that it loops around the rim. It does. <laughs> There's that, too. That video That video is crazy. I don't think they gave him the point, did they? Nope. No, they did not uh-huh. give him the point because how they saw it, they saw him dunk it, and from what they saw, it hit the rim and then went out. Mm-hmm. So they didn't see it go through the rim, loop around, hit the back, and go out. They just saw him dunk, rim, out. So I think that's going to do it for my basketball topics, unless y'all got something you want to add. I was just going to say poor Warriors. <laughs> Man. Warriors. You know, poor it's Warriors. R.I.P. I want to feel bad for them, but at the same time, no. for the they last had the, Yeah, they had the their five years. Yeah. They've had their time, so it's like, oh, man, they've got so many injuries, like poor Warriors. But at the same time, it's like, no, we, the Thunder blew a 3-1 lead to you. It's like, I, I, can't, I can't feel sorry for you, man. Every time we, met, we go through playoffs, oh, there's Warriors. Yeah. Oh, there's the Jazz. Oh, there's the Trailblazers. So. I don't want to talk about the Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to talk about Donovan Mitchell? I don't want to talk about Donovan Mitchell. I don't want to talk about playoffs. <laughs> about Rudy Gobert? I don't want to talk about that here. <laughs> Melo was on the team, but I mean they show up a couple times a year and they show up in the biggest moments though. Yeah, they do. 
So yeah, that's gonna do it for my basketball <laughs> topics. I don't want to reminisce on the Jazz beating the Thunder four one in round one in the first round. Yeah, and then the Thunder just got killed by Portland. Thanks for making me think about that too. Don't wave at me. Hey, we he ended a franchise with that wave. <laughs> yeah, he did. We made it to what? Game six. <laughs> Something like that. I think it was game six. It was, it was three two. But yeah. nobody remembers yeah, that. Two. Everybody remembers the shot. That was Stop nice. waving was at me. I refuse. <sighs> did, y'all, did y'all hear about the news though? What? With the um. Oh, it was the college football hall of fame class. It was announced, and you know what? They didn't put Darren in there. Darren McFadden. Darren McFadden did not make it. They put. Vince Young, Patrick Willis, Troy Polamalu, Tory Holt, and Joe Thomas. Hmm. And did not put Darren McFadden in there. That's sad. Poor d He just keeps on taking L's. He does. He does. It's tough. <coughs> sad. Kind of sad for his career, though. Yeah. He had a he good career, so, too. I mean, Arguably did, one of the best running backs yeah. to walk. I mean, he, car- he straight carried us to an eight-win season. Yeah. And... But he had so much potential coming out of college. Yeah. If he had been drafted to anyone else besides Oakland, he would be one. I genuinely think that he would be a dominant running back. Yeah. It's just if you get and drafted to a team if his agent didn't screw that has over. no line. Yeah. Coming out of 04, or not 04, sorry, 08. Um, yeah, I mean, that just ruins yeah. your career. He had two 1,000 yard seasons. And he kept on getting hurt. Yeah. <coughs> Isn't that like. I think he showed flashes when he went to Dallas there for because he was the lead running back before Zeke uh, came over. But, um, yeah. But, yeah. But I mean, at that point, I feel like he was just so, like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Injury after injury. And hurt all the time. So, that's all I wanted to say. Just, just saw <laughs> nice, it. Nice RIP D Mac. <laughs> Poor D Mac. Maybe next year. Well, um, I had two topics, but I'm going to cut it down to the most interesting one. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, According to the New York Times, Russia has been, quote-unquote, banned from the Olympics. And what this ban uh, states is that Russia can participate in the Olympics, but they have to participate under a neutral flag. Don't know what that means. (laughs) Neutral flag. They They can't have an actual... They can't have their own... They can't use their flag. They can't use their flag. They can't use their national anthem. They can't use anything that relates to Russia. And certain athletes have been banned because of doping and cheating, but the majority of Russian athletes haven't been. So the majority of Russian athletes... and more than likely all of them who participate in the next year's Summer Olympics will be able to participate in Tokyo. But they with, just, like a, with like a white flag held up? I assume. I'm not sure. We are, we Surrendering. Are from, we are from the country of... <laughs> and I don't even... I, I don't think they can even use Russia. Like, like they can't say Russia at all because they're banned. I'm... Yeah. But it's because of doping and cheating, so... I feel like they've been in trouble for this many, many times. They have. I mean, it's, and I think at this point, the Olympics committee yeah. is just cracking down and just deciding, you know, if you're going to keep doing it, then mm-hmm. Russia just can't participate. You Russia, can participate, Russia you just can't have, have any name. gold. Yeah, what happens if they win? Like, like how do how do the announcers on the um, when they stand up on the podium holding their white flag? Yeah. Like, who do we announce this to? I guess. I guess just the name. The individual person wins it, not the country. I guess I don't know. Can like that makes me wonder like if someone from Russia does say like 
win a gold medal, can Russia still be like, yeah, we have an Olympic gold medalist? Or are they like... They can in their country. Um. Okay, so here's what it says verbatim. On Monday, the World Anti-Doping Agency banded down a unanimous decision to ban Russia from all major international sporting events for the next four years, including the 2020 and 2022 Olympics and the 2022 World Cup. Individual athletes may still be able to compete in these events, but they will be able to do so as neutral athletes, not representatives of Russia. Hmm. So I guess when they win, it won't be Russia winning, it'll just be the athlete winning. Yeah, but is a Russian athlete going to win? I mean, it's possible. It's pretty good at Maybe in weight and weight and... Yeah, like Wait, lifting. Weightlifting. Yeah, they're, good. they're good in that. It'll just be interesting to see, like, how they come out, like... Yeah, like, they what's bring the... an athlete out, it's just, like, a white box, like... It's, like, their name, and then where they have the flag under their name, it's just... Green screened. Yeah. It's just, there's nothing there. Yeah, and, like, all their clothing and stuff, like... Yeah, I mean, what are they li- There's flags on your shirt, your jacket, your pants. Okay. I mean... I mean, the I Olympics know. is all about representing your country, and so what's the point of going if you can't represent? <laughs> yeah, your exactly. That doesn't make any sense. Well, every, they, every yeah. Time, every but, time they walk out, it's always like from Russia, from the United States, and they have a little group. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm so intrigued there's, to there's see no like point. how that'll work. <laughs> People are gonna watch the Olympics just to see how this plays out. <laughs> yeah, like, man, forget the competition. Just where are these people from? <laughs> From Area Fifty One, representing, <laughs> representing the white flag. Hey. What if they? What if they like make up their own country? <laughs> like within, it's like it's in Russia, but Russia has like separated a small part to create its the own. The United country. Nation of Moscow. <laughs> Can the, they do that? The United, no, I don't think they can. The United yeah, that's, Moscow. Moscow is a part of Russia. You have to go yeah. through a lot of stuff to be recognized as a nation. They can just all migrate to Ukraine. Or okay. some neighboring country. Ooh, yeah. Just what say. if they, like, go to a different country and they, like, compete for them? Can they do that? I would, I would be scared to in that in Russia. <laughs> I mean, Vladimir Putin's got to be kind of scary. scary, but a scary mean, man. He's got a lot of power. If you just go to the other country and you... Because, think, I mean, think about what we do here. If you go claim another allegiance to another country, I mean, you, you're considered a traitor. Yeah. And we have very light laws on stuff like that compared to communists... Russia. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you can just... It's Russia. Just come over to the U.S. We'll protect you. Give us all the athletes. We'll take you. We got a, we got a place for you somewhere. Hey, they're bred different, though. Like, they're fighting bears over there and stuff. In the cold. All yes. the better. Vodka outside, and potatoes. Outside, punching wood, punching trees and stuff like that. You're just describing Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> basically, basically Russia is real life Minecraft Russia is Minecraft simulator yeah you build everything you have or Minecraft is Russia simulator you punch chickens to kill them yeah so that's how it works <laughs> yeah, that's how that works <laughs> alright it is uh, 120 do we want to wrap this up or I think that's it I, mean, I don't know is there anything else our guests here want to contribute I think I said everything I have to. This has been a pretty uh, news-loaded podcast. Yeah. What is this, 35 minutes? Yeah, talk wow. about a lot of stuff. Probably our longest one so far. <laughs> yeah. All I think right. that's it. Well, uh, thank you for listening to this. What is this, the sixth installment? It is the sixth six. installment of the J&J Sports Corner podcast. Um, 
we got some we got five other episodes out you know thank you landon thank you peyton for being back on we appreciate both of you had thank some you great great uh, commentary gonna, for that i was gonna end with thanking them. oh no you know what i wanted to thank them since you okay. introduced them well that's fair enough because i introduced you and you introduced me so it's just an opposites thing we have going on so <laughs> talk long enough you can get the 36 okay, so, uh, if we can yeah. just talk for uh, thank you, everybody. Um, make sure you send in your Pope uh, things to Jacob. Oh, I forgot about that. All right. I haven't checked my email, but I will. All right. Thank you. <laughs>